Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planners Financial Services member FINRA SIPC, guides clients with empathy in discovering and reaching their financial goals, and creates financial plans for clients so they can live their life by design. In these episodes, he relates his expert financial insights and discusses timely topics. Royal strives for excellence and has a passion for sharing his knowledge and supporting his community. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Life by Design with Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Royal, good afternoon. How are you today? I'm doing great. We got the uh, the first rain of uh, what seems like fall today or oh, wow. and yesterday, and uh, we certainly needed it and knocked down a lot of the smoke that was still lingering around mm. the valley. Yeah, absolutely. I know that that's been a long, hot summer there, and, and it's nice to see you guys getting the fall and maybe getting a little bit of relief. I know that fall also kind of brings up another issue, and that's Medicare. And you're talking about Medicare today, and you brought in a professional today, correct? Absolutely. I, I brought in one of my go-to uh, people that I go to when I have questions about Medicare, or if my uh, clients have questions about Medicare. I'm, I'm happy to welcome Marla Kasdorf here to the podcast today. Marla has a fascinating background we can get into, but has been working in the senior space for almost 10 years now, helping people with Medicare and is really just has brings such a breadth of experience to the marketplace that uh, she's just a wonderful resource to pull from, especially this time of year. So with that being said, Marla, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so Marla, we're, we're getting here close to the end of the year. And I know from my experience, that's often a time where people who are on Medicare get to make some uh, some new choices if necessary. Can you tell me what's special about the end of the year for people on Medicare? If you want to join or change a prescription plan, we can do that between October 15th and December 7th. There is no pre-existing pre uh, situations taken into, into thought. It's what you need that fits your needs. There's also an opportunity to change or join a Medicare Advantage plan, referred to as Part C. And we're seeing an awful lot of TV commercials. Joe Namath is probably the most well-known talking about these plans. So I personally am getting a lot of calls to clarify that information. And it's the same time frame. And again, no health questions are ever asked. You join what's most appropriate for your needs. Excellent, excellent. So the other time that people can make uh, an entry into Medicare is when they turn 65. And that's often when we're often asked, hey, do you know someone who can help us with, with Medicare? What does that process look like for you, for somebody who's just brand new to Medicare? And when you sit down with them for the first time, what can someone expect uh, from that conversation? Well, we're seeing a lot of people continue working, um, some well into their 70s. So it's it's been interesting. But bottom line is at age 65, you are entitled to Part A. Most of us, because of our work history, do not pay a premium for that. Part A helps with hospitals, nursing facilities, rehab centers, the really expensive part of healthcare, typically, and it's our right to have that. 
nobody makes you get Part B. Part B is somewhat based on income. Most of us are paying $148.50 a month for that. It helps pay for doctors, physical therapy, hospice, the people that help you in your health care. But because people are working, uh, some people are very happy with what they have. I already talked to a PERS person from California and a federal employee. And honestly, their plans were so comprehensive, we recommended staying on them, but take out your Part A to help fill in any gaps your employer or retiree uh, insurance doesn't cover. I personally am working. I had gone without health insurance. So I started two months before I turned 65. I went to the website ssa.gov and applied for my Medicare Part A and B, and it takes some time. I've unfortunately been dealing with a few people that have waited till, oh, I don't know, two, three weeks before their 65th birthday, and they really had a compelling need to be on Medicare. I'm telling you, you're not gonna get your Medicare card in two or three weeks. It's more like a month and a half. So that's my first piece of advice is, how happy are you with you're existing, are you going to be working? Do you have other health insurance? And then the other point is to take a good, hard, honest look at your health, your sisters, your brothers, your parents, what's coming down the pipeline for you? How much money can you throw at a situation if you have pre-existing like COPD, heart issues, cancer survivor, number of things, osteoporosis, and it's probably not going to get better in old age. So it really is good about, you know, age 64 at least. Have a good heart-to-heart -heart with your doctor. Find out what your future could look like. And then with somebody, especially like you, how much money can I devote towards my health care and retirement? And what if something catastrophic happens? So the one reason I tend to talk about other plans besides just plain old Medicare is Medicare has no stop loss simplistically and this is very simplistically speaking anything that isn't uh, preventative say a knee replacement gallbladder surgery I broke my shoulder non-preventative you pay 20 percent of the of the Medicare approved amount Medicare payers pays 80%. You could theoretically pay 20% of a $100,000 bill. That's oh, wow. a significant amount of money. So yes, Medicare has no networks, that's pretty nice, but that absence of a ceiling of a stop loss terrifies most of us. So that's the reason we do talk about a Medigap uh, or a Medicare Advantage plan. Medicare also does not cover prescriptions. The only prescriptions they cover is injections like chemotherapy and a few other specific injections. But by and large, there is no uh, prescription coverage with Medicare. So, yeah, so we, we talk about a lot of things. Doctors, are you going to travel? Do you have kids living across country? Are you going to spend like my in-laws come in from Michigan two months a year, what is their health care need to 
taken into consideration when they're out here. Also, what drug stores, what drugs you take, there is no one size fits all. Atrio doesn't cover insulins like Aetna, and they certainly don't cover insulins like a Humana Walmart prescription plan. So it's, it's something that takes some real thought and honesty, and then certainly, like I said, consult with a financial planner or who, who you look to for advice and say, in, in Medicare, what am I going to be spending a month? What could I spend in a year if something bad happened, like triple bypass? So to kind of recap here, I mean, this, this is sounding very, very complicated. You know, you, you have Medicare Part A that covers what's happening in hospitals. You have Medicare Part B that covers kind of office visits, doctor visits, that sort of thing. You know, Part D covers the prescription side of things. And then there's this whole world, I think, in, in Part C, or I think you, you called it Medicare Advantage plans, that you also have to factor into all this. So for someone who's coming in, it doesn't sound like, like it's probably the best idea to go alone on this. So sitting down with someone like you is probably a, an excellent way of being able to kind of see the gaps there in some of these plans and how best to fill them. Would you agree yeah, with that? A fresh pair of eyes and having a spouse come with you or you know uh, somebody you feel comfortable with just as a fresh pair of eyes because it, it can significantly impact your, your retirement and the style you were hoping to retire in. The other piece of information on your Part B, when and if you decide to get that, is uh, modified adjusted gross income. The IRS is providing information to Medicare every two years. So right now, I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm paying $148.50 a month for my Medicare Part B. Next year, because of income, I probably will be paying $207.90 a month for the next two years. And then the IRS and the Medicare, basically, or Social Security are going to get together, look at my last two years of income, and if I continue increasing my business, I could pay up to $505 a month for that Medicare Part B. To mm -hmm. me, that's mm -hmm. chunk of change. But I had a client making three-quarter of a million a year, and by golly, that's what he was paying for his Part B. And uh, because he traveled so much... He chose a Medigap, which has no networks. He could see a psychologist in Akron, Ohio, or a orthopedic surgeon in Houston, Texas, if he wanted. And he was paying close to $200 a month for that. So seven, 800 gone a month, hmm. not including any copays. So uh, again, that's another piece. I will say also, Insurance agents are forbidden by law to charge. I can't even charge to draw up a plan or a, kind of a summary. It's totally illegal. We get paid by insurance companies. So if I sign somebody up with Mutual of Omaha, they pay me. In the end, it's cheaper for the companies to work with agents because they don't have to have a, a brick and mortar. They don't have to have dedicated sales staff. And bottom line, if I sell, I get paid. If I don't sell, I don't get paid. So in the end, I hear 
uh, nationally speaking, over 70% of Medicare beneficiaries work with an independent agent to get their information. And, you know, we're available all year long. So I had a woman call yesterday about a claim. She just didn't understand. And I have to admit, <laughs> some of the language used is a little confusing. But between the two of us, we had it figured out. And, you know, she was satisfied with the answer. And that's what we do. We're available 365 days a year. And if you are independent, like myself, it may not be if somebody's been with, say, I'm going to pick on Regents. Maybe the last five years was Regents was wonderful, but maybe their doctors have changed. Maybe their prescriptions have changed. And Regents certainly isn't going to tell them, you know, maybe you should look at Atrio. They want to keep them as clients. And so you need a fresh pair of eyes to know what's out there in our county we're blessed we have 24 advantage plan choices we have 29 drug plans and then i personally represent 12 medigap companies so yeah it's a lot to to sort through so should should people be looking at their coverage on an annual basis or is every few years okay No, because your doctors might change. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of movement with doctors in or out of Medicare, in or out of network with specific carriers, a lot. Um, Also, prescriptions. You know, suddenly you may be on Tujeo or Tracebo or an insulin that you weren't on. Metformin isn't working for you anymore. And there is a huge variation in price with insulins. Some plans have that $35 a month guaranteed uh, list of insulins, and some don't. And I know one of the major companies almost doubled the price of their insulin in July. It happened to Mm, a client of mine. So yes, read what they send you, then throw it out. (laughs) But please, you know, read these annual notice of changes and ask your agent. Again, that's we were always uh, flattered when somebody calls and says, I have a dumb question or I don't understand this statement. That's what we're here for. That's what the companies want us to do. But yeah, I personally, personally, I don't take prescriptions, but my husband made me get a prescription plan. So I bought the cheapest one out on the market because it just doesn't matter. And you better know I'm looking at prices. I personally have a Medigap plan because we travel and I didn't want the constraints of a a network. And Medicare and Oregon have gotten together that we have a birthday rule. So every year on my birthday, I can go shopping and nobody can turn me down. So if I find a company that offers the same plan, I have the same level of coverage, it's just $20 a month cheaper, I'm there. I'm gone. And we're, again, very blessed that we're one of the handful of states in the U.S. that has this birthday role for Medigap holders. Very nice. Very nice. So this, yeah. this is really something where we need to be looking at it on an annual basis, seeing what's changed, working with uh, our, our Medicare agent to, mm-hmm. to really make sure we've got the best possible coverage and, importantly, at the right dollar amount. 
So you talked you talked a little bit about that twenty percent basically copay or, or deductible there uh, well, with Medicare. Yeah. Yeah, typically called coinsurance, but if I went in for a biopsy, Medicare, and it, and it was, a li- my doctor recommended it. I'm just using something common. It seems my last, I had one done. My bill total rec- retail was 500 and change. I don't know what the Medicare allowed amount is. That was sticker price. But say Medicare says, now nah, we're only going to pay 300 I will pay 20% of that or $60 for that biopsy. Um, so it's 20% of the Medicare allowed amount. And that's what the doctors agree to. You as a customer may only see sticker price. but And nobody makes a doctor work with Medicare. That's a business choice they make, whether they right. want to accept that amount or not. So is it is it possible to to manage that 20% coinsurance by uh, maybe adding in a Medicare Advantage plan or a, a Medigap plan? Well, I did the Medigap. And, and just again, new, relatively new to Medicare, I'm 66. I pay $137 a month for my G plan. It in, actually includes a gym membership worth $22 to me, so I'm happy with that. And I have the freedom to go to any doctor that accepts Medicare in the United States. And basically, all I have to worry about is that $203 deductible. And I'll tell you, (laughs) I hit that immediately. I got a bad, bad case of poison oak doing some yard work and went to... uh, in urgent care, and basically spent oh I don't know a hundred dollars of my two hundred three there paying that deductible, and then I was shopping for a new doctor, and I didn't realize this, but new doctor visits just an initial hi how are you, what are you looking for, give me some high points. It's three hundred and fifty dollars for forty minutes here in Josephine County. <laughs> Now, I whined mm-hmm. and complained and carried on about that, and it turns out the doctor ended up, the office lowered the price. So there went my other $200. Now I'm at a point where between my Medigap and Medicare, they're paying 100% of all my bills. I'm done. But, again, my job is spending 137 a month, whether I'm healthy, sick, in the hospital, watching TV, on the 6th of the month, 137 comes out. So I'm paying now. And that was my choice, just the way I, I'm rolling right now. An advantage plan or part C typically is a pay later. We have plans here in the Valley that have a $0 premium. It costs you nothing a month to be in the club, if you will. But if I go to a skin doctor, I'm going to pay $45. If I go to urgent care, I'm going to pay 35 If I go into the hospital, I'll pay somewhere between three and $400 a day for four to seven days. So they'll nickel and dime you if and when you ever need non-preventative services. So it's a kind of hold on to your money until you absolutely need to spend it. And uh, I... 
always recommend people have at least a couple thousand dollars in a little savings account you could get to every year if you had to. Uh, the beauty of these plans is they have a ceiling called maximum out-of-pocket, and they will go as low as $2,900 a year, meaning your co-pays, your co-insurance. Once you hit $2,900, everything else is on the house. And okay. about 2% of their clients ever hit that number. It's it's pretty low. Uh, the highest one currently is about $7,500, and that's for zero premium plan so again keep your money until you need to spend it so it's just two two different ways of managing your money so if if i'm understanding this this correctly and and please correct me if i'm wrong the the kind of medicare advantage plans are really kind of that pay later option whereas the medigap plans are more of a deductible where you where you hit that uh that stop loss a little bit sooner yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to pay, say, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars a year, whether I'm sick or not. That's mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. choice. I'm working. I have it for my own personal reasons. I'm thinking in another two years of going to an Advantage plan, and I'll have a little savings off to the side. But boy, that money's staying in the bank until I need to write that check. <laughs> That's the way it is. So, like I said, and also, if people are low income, like a couple is making under $27,000 a year in retirement, Advantage Mm -hmm. plans are really helpful. They will give you, it's it's a little complicated rubric, but you will get discounted services, discounts on your prescription plans. And if you're dual eligible, meaning you qualify for Medicaid and Medicare, they're really the best plan for you. Medigaps will give you no discounts and they'll still cost you 137 a month, like it or not, or higher as you get older. So I do recommend, and I'm going to get specific for Josephine County, all care handles the Medicare or the Medicaid end of it. If you were on OHP when you were 50 and you're on it at 64, there's a, a good chance you'll probably be on it in, in Medicare age, 65 and on. No guarantees. Some of the rules change. But in addition to that all care, you could have another plan. You could okay. have, yeah. So I just recommend that if people think they're they're low income, and uh, for a single it would be under nineteen thousand a year, and for okay. a married couple under twenty six thousand. So the the biggest takeaway I'm getting right here is this is not something someone should try to kind of navigate on their own because of all of the different options and all the different companies mm-hmm. out there. You know, if you just Googled, you know, Medicare plans, you, you, you'd probably get overwhelmed pretty quickly or not really get to the, the information or plan that's really going to probably be the best fit for you. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's work. And I will say I've met people that really like digging in. They go to Medicare.gov, which is a treasure trove of information, basically how things work. And you could type in procedures to see if it's Medicare covered. You can talk to 
people, but there's a huge amount of information. And then you could go to Medicare.gov and also input your prescriptions, your favorite drugstore, and find out what plans are at least going to pay your prescriptions the best. Okay. As far as doctors, now you have to go call your doctor and say, what networks are you in network with? Not accept the, the catchphrases, who are you in network with? And take it from there. Again, most of my clients are just totally overwhelmed. This is so different than employer coverage that they're happy to have a fresh pair of eyes on the on the topic, but it's certainly something people could do by themselves and then evaluate your situation every year yourself. But again, agents aren't allowed to charge you anything. If a plan costs $19 a month, whether I help you or not, you're going to spend $19 a month. Um, so why not talk to an, an expert on this who's staying up on all the plans and well, how everything interacts together? Yeah, somebody you're comfortable with. Like I said, I'm in the pool, so you better know I'm paying attention for my own enlightened self-interest. But I, just the way I am, um, I'm, I would never be aligned with just one or two companies. That's why I represent every one of the Advantage plans in Southern Oregon. And uh, I represent a half a dozen Part D plans, prescription plans, and about eight Medigap plans. And I'm shopping price for me. So I I hope that resonates with clients that I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not 38 <laughs> and just looking at this as a, a theoretical. Um, right, I get right. the letters you're, you get. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're in it on a couple different levels, which is great. So what are, you know, going back to that, that first sit down with you, what should clients have in front of them when they sit down with you? I ask that if you're on employer coverage currently and you think you might stay, bring bring a summary of that along. Let's see what you have. Also, a list of doctors, specialists, everybody you see, including dentists, and then also a list of your prescriptions and what drugstore you like to go to. I ask for the dentist because some of these Advantage plans will give you preventative dental at no extra cost. And we'd like to know if your dentist is one of the participating or not. Uh, it's, it's, it's important to healthcare to have those exams and cleanings done. So we might as well take that into consideration. But yeah, so my client last week that was on federal employer, she had a printout and, you know, we went through her prescription. She had a very expensive prescription and honestly left saying, I think you need to stay there. Now, the beauty is with federal health, you can come and go. She could leave it for five years and then come back in, which is rare. Yeah. But it, it was also comfort for her. She had enough changes in her life. It was one thing she'd rather not change. And... Uh, and it worked out. That's that was the best plan, honestly, for her at this point. But it was nice to know she could come and go. And a lot of federal employees think they don't have to get Part B. That's negotiable. 
between your health, your needs, you can get it. Sometimes it gets you more discounts with your federal coverage, but you could be in a world of hurt financially if you decide to wait five or 10 years to get your Part B for whatever yeah. reason. There's a late enrollment penalty of about $15 a year. So it's, and Part B is a moving target. I have people that paid $99.50 to get their part B. Yeah, I'm at 148.50. So you can see in a matter of <laughs> six, eight years, it's a moving target. It's kind of like locking in on a mortgage. So yeah, yeah. I, I got mine right out of the gate early. <laughs> but. Good, good. Um, I, I, Marla, I just want to thank you for, for your time and expertise here today. Uh, you know, I, I think it's just so important, especially when you look at all the different options that are out there that you do sit down with somebody who, who's an expert on this and and understands that landscape, um, both at kind of the the overall 30,000 foot view, but also in the community you're in, because so much of this is community based. So, Marley, is there anything else that uh, that clients should know before they reach out to you? And uh, can you share how clients get a hold of you? Yeah, um, a, a topic I'm asked on a regular asked about is long-term care. Medicare will do nothing for you. This is something families need to talk through. When you're younger, it's no different than how am I going to send my son through college? How am I going to pay for my daughter's wedding? How am I going to buy my first house? Oregon, as you well know, is a, we're privileged to be a partnership state. So Planning for long-term care is a lot easier here. My mother had dementia and basically spent every nickel my dad had ever saved. He passed before she did. And we got to the point of the Medicaid spend down. And it, it did. It actually got to the point where the three of us kids had to split her her long-term memory care for a couple months and before mm. she passed. So... A lot of people just assume there's going to be home health care and there's going to be long-term care. No, there's not. And they need to talk to somebody like yourself because there's so many options available, so many ways to tackle that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And, that's... And, and to kind of give some, some color to that, kind of the ideal time that we want to talk to people about that is, you know, right as you're approaching about 60. So, you know, we can still get plans for 65-year-olds, but the underwriting process, because long-term care, unlike uh, Medicare uh -oh. supplements, are health underwritten. So we want to make sure that we're getting those before we have those that long list of prescriptions or that list of, um, you know, pre-existing conditions that we, we can't cover. So that's an excellent point there, Marla. And, and honestly, I would say from 45 to 55 would be probably the best because, again, you lock in on a price to some degree. There is a... Mm -hmm. um, inflation but women are getting charged more because we just seem to outlive everything <laughs> nothing seems to kill us and a friend of mine who does long-term care planning exclusively says rates for women are going higher because they have to pay for us longer you know my mom was an example of that outlived my father by five years so i would 
my my accountant did it back in the when she was late forties and very cheap piece of cake because her mother and father both had dementia and that just mm-hmm. scared her. So yeah, I, by sixty sometimes they'll a lot of options are not options anymore. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's a, a cold reality that <laughs> we have to deal with in our own families. But as far as getting a hold of me, I have a website, kasdorfinsurance.com, and it's K-A-S is in Sam, D is in dog, O-R-F is in Frank. I have an office by appointment only at the Guild Building on Williams Highway. I also have a web. Yep. Uh, I also have a website called Medicareful, and if you type in the zip code nine seven five two seven or nine seven five two six, I will pop up as the agent, and it it's a varied number of plans available. But it's a chance to text, email, and make an appointment. And then my cell number that can be texted also is five four one. Two nine five zero seven seven seven, and I own my own company and live in Grants Pass thirty six years, and owned a business in town for twenty. So Grants Pass is my place. <laughs> and what a great place it is! It is. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, Marla, I thank you so much for your time, so much for your expertise, and uh, just doing so much good for uh, people who are in retirement. And helping them along, making sense of this, uh, what can be a very confusing subject. So thank you so much for your time today. Okay, thanks for having me. Marla, I just want to echo what Royal said. Thank you so much for all you do and for everyone in Grants Pass. I, I know that's beautiful. And so that, that's your stomping ground. That's great. Uh, Royal, of course, thank you for bringing Marla on. You bring on great expertise that that really educates the audience. And, and we thank you for that. Of course, our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life by Design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not meant to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies.